Aloha, y'all. This is part two of my two-part Hawaiian Adventures episode where I took off and rented a camper van and explored Hawaii. First episode was mostly on the big island in Kona. This episode is mostly in Maui. Man, I like borderline crashed a proposal. I mean, I was invited, but she didn't know it. Uh, I also met people on the road to Hana or the Hana Highway. And some of them were even from really close to my hometown. So I'm gonna shout out their nonprofit that they're involved in in Greensboro. And then a couple others, I don't know how their conversation got deleted, but Colin and Victoria from Hana Farms, I love you guys. Y'all were hitchhiking. I picked you up, put you in my camper van, took you back to the farm. And everybody's just gonna love this episode. It's incredible. Enjoy. I didn't officially introduce this podcast, but these are my friends, Ty and Morgan, that I met on a snorkeling boat. Say hi. Hello. What's up? <laughs> uh, these are also the ones that I may or may not have felt like a wedding crasher, but it was really the proposal. Um, oh thanks God. to Ty. <laughs> it was such yeah. like a perfect moment. It was Morgan. It was pr- Morgan had no idea. Um, she literally was like, why is Catherine here? Like, how does she get here? (laughs) You know, that's a question that I get asked a lot in my life. I just show up places and they're like, why is Catherine here? doesn't matter. (laughs) The fact is I show up. Okay. I show up for people and I showed up for my people. Y'all were my, my most recent people. And so I needed to show up for y'all almost missed my flight. Oh my gosh. I was worrying about that, honestly, (laughs) (laughs) but you know, it wouldn't have been a bad thing. Yeah. It, shoot, if I'm going to miss my flight anywhere, please let it be so I can stay in Hawaii longer. Oh, exactly. Oh, yeah, for but- sure. We had a layover yeah. in Honolulu, and I kept telling Morgan, I was like, I want to stay here. I started looking up hotels and cars, and then obviously it didn't <laughs> happen because we had to right. come home to our puppy that has an Instagram, by the way. Go ahead oh, and give Milo. it Go oh, ahead and give it a shout out. Go ahead. <laughs> What's what's the uh, what's the Instagram handle for Milo? Yeah, go ahead, babe. What is it? Go ahead and give it. <laughs> Who runs this account, Milo? It is M I L O O O underscore the Beagle <laughs> underscore. Wow. <laughs> Well, I'm pretty sure it's safe to say that there are more pictures on Milo's Instagram than are on yours, Ty. Oh, yeah. His three pictures. I know. He does have three now, so that's that's an improvement. Uh, One of which was taken there when he proposed, and it was just beautiful and very well orchestrated. So, Morgan, (laughs) you you seriously had no idea this was coming? No, I I thought we were going to dinner, and... My family was making a big ordeal over what I was wearing and stuff like that, which I was just like, okay, I guess. And then we start driving over and he's like, we have to go early. There's going to be traffic and we'll just go to these shops over there before. So we're going and he probably pulls over like four or five times because he's like, he has to pee and I feel like he has anxiety. <laughs> like he's just like, I really gotta go. I'm like, I don't know what's going on. And then we get there and he just starts like beelining it, like going so quickly down this path. I have no idea where the hell he's going. 
<laughs> and then we get to that little boardwalk, and I'm like, okay, this is nice. Catherine, right. you have to admit that path was a little sketchy. So, well, myself, I, told I was like, where are we going? Yeah, no, so you <laughs> sent me the pictures that I guess the photographer sent you or your family sent you because I had, I got there at like quarter to five. You said it was five o'clock. I got there at quarter to five and I went to where the coordinates were that you sent me. And I'm like, I'm at a gate that is locked. I cannot get Uh-oh. it. <laughs> so I just found like a random like parking lot where I could park. And I ended up going way out of the way. And so I ended up coming back. I parked on the grass. I didn't even tell y'all this. I got a parking ticket. Oh no. Oh my god! <laughs> I literally, but it was a, it was a warning because the the Hawaii police officers are very very chill. But um, oh that's yeah. Funny. So they just put a big old green sticker on my camper van window. <laughs> oh my gosh! I, I that's just hilarious. it is. I pulled up on the sidewalk and I did. I, I found that little path, and then lo and behold, there y'all were, and now your glory. Oh yes, it was such an awesome moment. Thanks for being there. Thanks for getting, getting pictures. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so I saw some of the professional pictures that came back. And the ones of me, I'm like, God, I look like such a creeper. This is hilarious. <laughs> I just loved it because they were like all dressed up and you're just like so comfy and stuff. I mean, <laughs> like you're about came, to go on a flight. <laughs> oh, right. Straight off the beach onto a flight in true Catherine fashion. Man, so was what great. was y'all's like favorite part? Now, obviously, I think the engagement was hands down the like the best part of your trip but aside from that what was y'all's favorite part of your trip to Hawaii mine definitely was the whole snorkeling boat ride seeing the fish seeing the whales that was yes hands down amazing loved it it was very cool mine would have to be zip lining that was pretty dope yeah that's what you did did you do that by yourself no I did it with Morgan's stepdad yeah and I don't I don't think I've seen like videos of that but were were you even able to take your phone so I got a GoPro I actually bought a GoPro the night before um of course you did yeah yeah of course I did (laughs) you learned a lot about them in one day (laughs) right (laughs) um yeah so Morgan kept telling me the night before oh you're not gonna take your phone because you're gonna lose it and I was like no I'm not and then I started looking up I went down the rabbit hole and went on YouTube and I was like looking up zip lining and people losing their phones. And I was like, all right, I'm going to get a GoPro. <laughs> I, I'm still like regretting that I didn't get a GoPro for my mountain biking. Oh, that would have been the, so cool. Yeah. Like I was like, why did I not do that anyway? But I'm sure that the videos from that are going to be really cool, but no snorkeling also like that was definitely, um, I don't know what was my top thing, but that's definitely at the top. It might be tied for the top thing that I did because I've never gone snorkeling before. Yeah. And so. uh, yeah. And just, I mean, the water was seriously so clear. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's just like, beautiful. I think there's nothing like it. And like, if people ever go out to Hawaii, I definitely always tell them, make sure you go snorkeling. There's nothing like it. Yes. And you guys live in San Diego, right? Yeah. So you're on the Pacific coast like the east Co- i mean excuse me the west coast but is the water that clear where you guys live um some days but honestly it's a lot colder so right yeah I it's thought that very too, different that's so weird because I've, I've obviously I mean, i've been to southern california and thought that the water in hawaii was going to be 
as cold as the water right there on the Pacific coast. And it's like, no, the water in Hawaii was actually pretty warm at times. Yeah. Oh, he, I won't even get in the water out here. He's like, it's too cold. I don't want to touch it. (laughs) (laughs) I understand. I'm just going to say it's, it's dirty water over here. We're so close to the border. There's like no rules on how they (laughs) put their waste in the water. So yeah. You well, won't see my ass in the water you know, over there. Over here in the on the <laughs> East Coast, which I think so. Morgan, you're from where exactly are you from on the East Coast? I'm from Charlotte, North Carolina. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So you're familiar with the Atlantic Ocean, and oh, yeah. yeah, and it's 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 not very clean either, especially when you get down towards like Dirty Myrtle. Mm-hmm. And I've got, I've got some <laughs> listeners that love dirty Myrtle Myrtle. Beach, and I'm like, nope, it's dirty. That's but, where all the all the vacationers go, so you know it's not clean. <laughs> right. Man. Well, I don't want to take up too much of y'all's time. I just I'm glad that y'all carved out time um since you've been home and since we're both hopefully not jet lagged anymore. Are oh, y'all yeah. still having some jet lag? Uh some, sometimes I'm waking up early, sometimes I'm waking up too late. So it's it's still a little bit of an adjustment, but well, it'll get better. <laughs> yeah. I know Ty was struggling, right? Ooh, I'm oh, struggling yeah. bad. <laughs> it's not Dang. fun over here. My body will not adjust. Right. It's so it, it's taking some I think time. We might just we might just be moving back to Hawaii. <laughs> I mean, that's really the only logical like uh, yeah, of course. Like, you can't solution. <laughs> <laughs> but look, and Ty, you said that y'all might just have to stay in a camper van until you oh find a house my God. and I was like no you can't handle that like and he's like yeah we're too bougie for that You're right <laughs> yeah. you already know it but it is a, it's an adventure if y'all ever want to to do the whole glamping thing and get like a more luxurious camper van that's more like an RV I highly recommend being able to just park on the beach oh, sleep yeah. there with like the ocean waves right at your head like it's it's definitely it's an experience I will never forget it was the coolest trip I've been on. Oh, love it. And, and you're so cool for doing it on your own. Like, that's amazing. Love it. <laughs> Some people call it cool. Some people call it stupid. You know, oh. it's Easter. <laughs> your mom had your location. It's okay. <laughs> oh, my God. Everybody did. Uh, try, look, best believe that app has been deleted. <laughs> <laughs> she knew when I was in the ocean. I was like, okay, this is crazy. <laughs> Man, well, thank y'all so much. Is there anything else that y'all want to say before we before we hop off here? Um, awesome meeting you. I guarantee we'll probably see you sometime again because we're out in North Carolina one or two times a year. So I wouldn't put it past this. Dude, that would be awesome. And if I'm yeah. if I'm on the West Coast, I'm hitting y'all up for sure. Definitely, let us of know. Of course, let Thanks us know. And you'll get a wedding invite. In a couple years, maybe a, I'll oh, I'll wait another ten years until I, <laughs> oh until we plan the wedding. <laughs> how no. long did you wait? So how long have y'all been together? Nine years. Nine oh, years. Nine years. <laughs> yeah, it'll be ten in July. So that's why the little thing said that she said about damn time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, shoot, I didn't know that much about it, so. Okay, yeah, uh, Ty, I'm going to need y'all to not wait that long. Hurry it up. <laughs> yeah, you've waited this long. Let's go. Like, let's do it. But, hey, if you right. send me a wedding invitation, y'all know I'm crazy. I might just jump on a plane and head over there. <laughs> I'll Dude, let you know. Got you. 
<laughs> all right. Thank y'all so much. Enjoy your Costco uh, shopping trip. Oh, you know. The usual. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be seeing y'all on Instagram and stuff. Awesome. Thank you. All right. All right. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye. So I'm up here on the road to Hana, and it is pouring down rain. And I saw this man that was cutting up coconuts, and I got him to cut me one, and I'm drinking out of it right now. And he's going to share a little bit of his story of how he's here and where he's from and why he likes to cut up coconuts. Uh, I'm MC. I'm from New York. Born Born and raised. Transplanted to Italy. Married the love of my life. She asked for a divorce. So I said, if I'm going to be heartbroken, I'm going to do it in paradise. So I found my way here, and I'm opening up coconuts on the Hana Highway. Mahalo. I'm here again on the road to Hana, and I have stopped at the Hana Hawaiian Barbecue. And I immediately noticed that they were playing worship music, and also the smell of whatever this heavenly chicken and pork ribs uh, is that I was smelling. And so I'm talking to uh, the ones that work here, and it is Tony and Rebecca, and I am going to let them share a little bit of their story, um, what got them here, what they're doing, why they're here, and whatever else they want to share. So here's Tony. Hey, wow. Uh, <laughs> uh, hi. Um, so, um, so my friend and I, we work for our friends uh, running this business, and uh and it was actually Jesus who brought us together. And, um, and it was also Jesus who gave us the opportunity to work uh, for our friends. But, um, so he revealed himself uh, to me about three, about three and a half, four years ago. Um, and he showed me how real he is. And so, uh, so he's the reason why I do everything that I do now. But, um, but yeah, so we basically, we just work here and we... We serve barbecue and uh, and yeah, and we fellowship with one another. And uh, there's also a large body of believers in Maui. So if you guys are ever out here, please look for us because we would love to meet with you. But um, well, yeah, and that's that's my quick. Oh wow, I'm not sure how to put that in words. Um, just because I like to take very, just to put it in very few words, but um, he basically brought me to him through discipline, very serious discipline. Sorry. Hold on. Okay, there you go. It was fifty, right? Yeah. Okay. It was fifty. Okay. Here you go. Here you go. Just give them seven back. Sorry. No, I love it. <laughs> so, um, so he brought me to him through, um, through judgment, through uh, discipline. Very, uh, and it was, it's so incredible, like to know his love and his discipline. Like that's the most, um, that's what truly separates you from the world is when you feel like you're being judged by the entire world but you know that regardless of anything you can trust in his love and that's what he taught me was to how to trust in him and how he also confirmed with me everything 
that he had been teaching me throughout my entire life before he revealed Jesus to me. Um, and uh, yeah, it's, it's incredible. It's actually beyond incredible. It's uh, how real he is and how he works and how he does things. It's, it's amazing. There's really nothing like him. And also, the very first testimony that I ever heard was by a guy named John Ramirez. And I definitely recommend, recommend finding him, his testimony. about Because um, it's about darkness and about Satan and how he actually, how he works in us. And the very, and what it actually means to be holy and to live for Jesus. Um, uh, yeah, and that's, I guess in a few words, that's how I can explain it. But um, yeah, that's me. And my name, again, my name is Tony. And, uh, and, Rebecca and Re- yeah, Rebecca's making food. <laughs> but um, we can wait for her. Yeah, yeah, we'll wait for her. And yeah, and uh, what is she making? She's talk, making. Talk about what, what oh, you guys have on, what so what we do? So we're at a place called Hana Hawaiian Barbecue, and we're we're located in um, the Nahiku Marketplace. And uh, so what we do is we cook ribs and chicken, and we cook it with kiave wood. And you can smell it coming down the road. So if you guys come out to Hana and you see us, please stop and definitely mention like where you if you heard us from the podcast. But um, and we'll hook you guys up. But, um, uh, and yeah, then the owners, they started this business about four or five years ago, and they're also believers, and they started, uh, they came out here from Australia, and it was the Lord who had them start this business. But, um, but yeah, and then we also sell honey, uh, local honey, and we do a couple other things as well. But yeah, please stop and check us out. And, um, and yeah, thinking about to pass it off to Rebecca. Uh, you can use the bushes, brother. Huh? You can use the bushes. <laughs> if not, are you guys going that way? Two miles down the road at Hana Farms. Yeah. The benefits of being a dude. Right. Right. All right, Rebecca, we're stalling for you. Yeah, we are. Okay, I can edit out all those. We're making these little honeys. Yeah, it's my favorite. I love pooping and peeing in the jungle. Right. <laughs> Alright, so you missed him talking, but that's okay. That way you won't feel like that uh yours has to be like his. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. It's okay, Pinky. Go for it. Oh, oh it's my turn. Yeah, it's your turn. Oh, hi. Um, my name is Rebecca and I work at this on the side of the road barbecue place where literally we cook meat on the side of the road in the middle of nowhere. Uh, it's called Hana. It's said to be the most isolated town in all of Hawaii kind of place. Um, but yeah, our friends who own it are Christians. And me and my best friend here, we are also Christians. And God brought us together to do this whole gig. And how I came to know Jesus was when I was 12 years old, I was going to commit suicide. And the day that I was going to commit suicide, it was as if the God of the universe showed up right in front of me and he said, I'm going to be your everything, your parents, your best friend, your teacher from now on. And I ju- he just took away all the pain from me. And <laughs> I just felt all of his love. And ever since that moment, I madly fell in love with God. And I was obsessed with Jesus. Literally, like as obsessed as you can be about anything. I was obsessed with him. 
And that same year, God told me that he told me he prophesied to me what I would be doing for him as an adult in the future. He said, I'm calling you to be a prophet and to speak against what I want to change in the church. And so what sets my heart on fire is to see God, for there not to be any obstacles between God and his people, and for the church to be doing what God really wants them to be doing, and that's what I feel really passionate about. And um, anyways, this meat smells really good. <laughs> um, what else? I'm trying to think of like what else I should say. How old are you guys? I am 25, and Tony is. I'll be 29 this year. Oh yeah, I'm born and raised here in Hana, Maui, and Tony's from Delaware. Delaware. Born and raised in Delaware. <laughs> and Tony's been out here for about five years. Yeah, five going on six. Six yeah, six years. I'm back here on the road to Hana, and I happened to be asked by somebody that I just interviewed um, where I volunteered at Teen Challenge, and I told her in Greensboro, and somebody or somebody's were like, "No way." We're from Greensboro. We go to North Carolina A&T. And what, to which I said, Aggie Pride. And then they started talking about um, what they've got going on in Greensboro and, um, and how they're serving. And so I'm going to let them share a little bit of what they're doing. And they're just really cool people. Uh, they, they don't look like they're from Greensboro. They look like they're from, they're from Maui. They look beachy. <laughs> but, all right, here you go. Hey, y'all. We're uh, out here enjoying Maui. This is my first time to Maui. It's my wife's, uh, she's been here a couple times before me, so it's a beautiful island, and we're just uh, driving from the north side of the island over here towards Hana, and just stopped to get a bite to eat, and met some friends here that uh, also spent some time in Greensboro. But uh, the not-for-profit organization that my wife is a part of is uh, Combat Female Veterans United, and uh, they primarily serve Guilford County. And uh, they have some some people that work on the board and work in different committees right there in Greensboro. They do outreach, uh, raising money and counseling and family support for ladies that have uh, served our country in combat and uh, having challenges, whether it's PTSD or being single moms or just trying to get a job, just trying to get back on their feet, uh, just trying to prepare, uh, provide for their family during the holidays. And uh, it's just an opportunity for the community and then the ladies within the organization, just a fellowship and just to, to support each other during different phases of life as well. So uh, if any of y'all get a chance to, to donate or want to participate or want the support of the Combat Female Veterans United out of Guilford County, uh, Sandra Robinson is the, is the CEO president and uh, Leslie Griffin is on the board with her as well. That's my wife. And I'm Lewis, but just wanted to uh, bless you guys. You guys have a wonderful time. It was uh, so awesome meeting you. And uh, you continue your quest and uh, reaching out to people and loving on folks that need a little extra love in their life. I love it. And Leslie is, is trying to not talk, but she at least needs to just, 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 just greet the people. Again, this is all about 
the ladies that really have served and want to give back to them. And it's again, it's female veterans' families, it's the it's the mothers and the families because we know that serving has affected a lot of people. But again, we just want love from everybody to give back to them. <laughs> I'm Cameron. I live out here in Hana, Hawaii. Been here five. <laughs> Hi. Been here about five years now uh, by way of Detroit, Michigan. Living in Florida for about 10 years before I moved out here. I um, really started with nothing moving out here. I, I drove my car from Florida to California, busked on Long Beach, Huntington, and Seal Beach for over a month to make up the money to get out here, ship myself and my car out here. Been out here five years, chocolate farm and spinning chicken, pahole farming, surviving. Been out here. <laughs> Starving, tortured artist. <laughs> Live out in Nihiku uh, on a four-acre flower farm. I take care of bees. I woodwork. Um, I just keep very busy. I'm out here on the weekends um, spinning chicken and ribs. Kind of my chill time. His, his, any, yeah. his co-worker nicknamed him Starving Tortured Artist. Very much so. <laughs> Very much so. Well, I haven't tasted your honey yet, but I am. I've already bought it. Please. Because yeah. I heard other people. The one on the left is the hibiscus, and the one on the right is just straight raw. Okay. And I also, did they buy the chocolate one? Or did we have a, I have a stone ground chocolate. Let me, uh, I got you. <laughs> chocolate one Wait, yeah, that's a good question. Where did the chocolate one go? That and so question. I was going to ask you. Yeah. Um, when I told you what, what I'm doing here, and I think I said I'm 31, and you said, I'm 30. You said me too. Are you yep. 30? Yeah. And obviously, you have a very uh, nomadic soul. <laughs> like I, I do. I do. Yeah. So maybe, maybe like talk on that a little bit. Well, just as far as like, you know, not putting value in like material things. Yeah. Sure. Uh, I mean, since I was 16, I, I did my first road trip from Michigan to Alaska. I did it myself. And that um, kind of sparked that kind of sparked it in me. Yeah? And ever since then, I have traveled almost around the world by myself with almost nothing on me. <laughs> 2000 bucks, maybe. And a backpack and this, and I yeah. go, and I go look for uh, any opportunity I can, like work trades or just anything backpacking. I find my way. That's how I'm. That's how I get to do what I do. Is eventually you learn how to talk to people, mm-hmm. and it gets you further in life than any money you can or any of that stuff. So yeah. for me, when I came out here, I don't like money. I never did. I when I was I was a manager at Whole Foods. I was making good money. I was twenty eight bucks an hour. It's not bad, you know, yeah. and I was working 60, 70 hours a week. I was making fat money for what it was worth. And, you know, when you come out here and it's just, it's so, <laughs> I don't care for the money. I don't, I care for opportunity, not money, right? I so it. I'd rather stay busy and let money be sort of the kind of a residue of opportunity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't chase that dollar bill. I chase learning things and, and, mm-hmm. and if money comes from it, cool. If it doesn't. I learn things and I do things. Yeah. I don't care for it. You know, like I just, I made a knife today. Some Canadian guy came by and bought it for 120 bucks. Don't even, you know, I just do it because I like to do it. And then people <laughs> appreciate things. And if they want to give me money for it, go for it, dude. But I'm not going to yeah. sit here and ask for money and stuff like that. I get by doing everything I want to do. We have food, we have shelter, we have water, we have pretty much everything you want or need. And, and the, the rest of it's wants. Mm-hmm. That's why I do what I do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why I learn everything and, and stuff because I don't need the money. Uh, yep. Everything out, 99% of everything out here has been brought to the islands. So most things out here have purpose mm-hmm. to it. Like the, besides there's some invasive things, but everything you're looking at in the jungle right here, 
people brought over here usually for a reason and there's some sort of you know yeah. So I just learn as much as I can about this stuff. I don't need to go to the other side to get fishing line. I can just make it myself from this stuff, stuff like that. I keep myself busy and money kind of comes less and less of a problem for you. Right. Mm-hmm. And then I can and focus said, on just living. Yeah. You said that this is probably going to be your, your landing place. This is it, man. I mean, over. yeah, I'm going to be, yeah, this is a definitely a good home base after all, everywhere I've gone, I'd say this is a good, this is a great like launching pad to go anywhere else. This is a good home. I definitely don't want to leave this and not ever come back, you know, so I want to establish my presence here where if I do go for any extended period, you know, amount of time to go travel, I can always come back home. And I don't want to go back home to Florida or Detroit. I'd rather come back home to, you know what I'm saying, Hana, Hawaii, which is one of the greatest places on freaking God's given earth. So I'd rather be here, you know, and make that my, make that my home base and then figure it out from there. Um, Mm -hmm. This place is a good opportunity. It's like, you want to make yourself into something out here you can it's sort of that you know if you really want it if you really want it yeah. come out here and you if you work your butt off dude you can you can make yourself into something you're not getting stepped on by the corporate man or anything it's you and your imagination mm-hmm. versus nature that's it you know i make little fish palm things you can sell those for three bucks a little piece man you know what I'm saying? If you if you really want, dude, you can do it. You know what I'm saying? There's no no excuses on any of that stuff. I have been homeless out here more times than I've ever been sleeping in a bed. You know, so I I do what you got to do. You know what I'm saying? It's it's all how you you know. Yeah. It's like where my Yeah, we're gonna make these we're gonna make these into necklaces. Actually, where is it? It's so hard to get the honey. Heart shaped glass with honey in it. Yep. And then I got. to make the glass. I don't, I actually, I, I, I ordered that stuff. I ordered all my, uh, oh my pieces gosh. and then I have my uh, little jewelry making kits and this is a uh, hemp rope with beeswax on it for the honey and stuff like that. So I just, I turned these into little necklaces and you can sell them for like 15, 15 bucks each. A little dangler, nothing, you know, whatever. Yeah. Boom, easy, it takes me maybe, well, the hardest part is filling the freaking jar. <laughs> yeah, <it's laughs> That's so actually harder than you think. It's more of an ornamental piece. You're not really supposed, you know, you can suck it back if you want, but. It's more of just, you know, it's a, it's a heart piece, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, 15 bucks, so, so easy to do. It just takes you a few minutes to do it. People buy it. Just be creative. If you mm-hmm. make it, they will buy it. Just yeah. be creative, dude. Yeah, I go buy all the little Crazy. jars. Myself. I order all of those. And I jar it myself. Do everything myself. Oops, I still on that. <laughs> Candid. Yes. Church talks. Church talks.